Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. So I'm not wearing the right underwear. Oh, boy. But I'm wearing very snug little uh, briefs. Oh, good God. <laughs> This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty. I'm dressed for Halloween for the first time in many, many years. Great Scott! Oh, he actually is. Yes. I didn't even look up. Live from Studio C. C-O-S-T-U-M-E, senor. Dimly lit, lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. It is spooky in here for Halloween. And, to- and today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Glenn Greenwald. The uh, well-known journalist, writer. We'll explain why that is later. Yeah. So Halloween's tomorrow, which if you have small kids, you know that because... Uh, They're vibrating with excitement. I decided to dress this year as a handsome man. That's what I am. I'm a handsome man. (laughs) (laughs) And and I got a very, very good-looking wig. You certainly have a wig. It it appears to be... Lit from within. It's like copper colored. It's glowing. Well, it's because I got Auburn highlights. Ah! <laughs> as well, handsome men do. As you handsome are men a handsome man. Yes. Yes. So that's what I am for Halloween. A handsome man. <laughs> that is that is something. <laughs> I think it, So it's me with hair, which is, you know, a unique look because I've not had hair since I was roughly, well, ever really. I've never really had hair. Um, but certainly since I was 19. <laughs> Smile for the camera. <laughs> photo op. Photo op. <laughs> this is a radio show. Can we do this during the commercials? Well, he's got to post it so that people can go to the social media and see the handsome man who's joined, <laughs> the sh- joined the show. You know, I've taken in social media, and it's full of handsome men. I think that's perfect. My uh, youngest son's hair looks roughly like this, so uh, I, wow. could, I could be his father. <laughs> um why is uh, Glenn Greenwald our general manager today? Jack, Mr. Greenwald has publicly quit from the very uh, journalistic enterprise he co-founded, The Intercept, uh, because the editors that, that he and his co-founders have hired have begun to uh, not only uh, censor his stories, but have demanded that everybody in The Intercept Adhere to their uh, political guidelines and embrace uh, without question and without dissent uh, the Democratic Party. It's it's really quite a story. You're saying to yourself, well, if he co-founded the place and it's his place, I mean, how can they? But they hired professionals to run the day-to-day stuff. And the professional editors he's hired have gone full New York Times and said, no, 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 no. We're not posting this unless it's pro-Biden, which is so anti what the intercept is. Uh, he's quitting his own place. Yeah, we got to talk about that more Matt later. Taibbi's writing about that as well. Yeah, what, um, the big thing that comes out of this election may not be, was it Trump or Biden? It might be, does the media continue down this path or not? And I think they will. Uh, of we're just into an era now of advocacy journalism. Right. The idea of there being 
big, solid media outlets that are interested in getting to the truth, like has been true for 80 years? Protecting the interests of the people. Um, is that just gone? And then we're into a definitely different new uh, a new landscape. We probably already are. Just everybody needs to wake up to it completely. Right. And then right. how does it affect society? Right. Yeah. There's no such thing as a scandal that is universally covered. No, indeed. And each side will coddle its own to the point of, uh, you know, whatever sort of government abuse you'd like to picture from enormous uh, levels of graft and corruption to uh, violence against your civil rights, the rest of it. And if it's your guy or their guy or whatever, you'll never hear a word about it. Mm hmm pretty interesting yeah it is it's it's it is one of two trends that i find extremely uh, uh scary on halloween the day before anyway uh that one i think we can probably deal with the virulently racist anti-racism thing i have a lot of fear about if biden gets elected mm. I hadn't realized how apoplectic uh, Trump's executive order that ended that in the federal government, how apoplectic it had made a lot of the professional race baiters. That was a huge move. Huge. And the, you know, uh, Nakedly Progressive Radio did a feature on it this morning, and, and they were talking about how this is clearly a move by fascists to protect themselves and the rest of it. The incredibly racist critical race theory stuff it's just it's insidious and these people are crazy and i think when biden gets in the the hundreds of thousands of federal employees your college students will be constantly indoctrinated in this stuff but it's a frightening we we handsome men are concerned about all these topics <laughs> at least you have your handsomeness to fall back yeah on. you know it's a buffer right we, we the the homely uh i mean we, what do we do in our homeliness i'm gonna wear this all day by the way uh, I'm never taking it off. I'm going to see what the having a full head of hair lifestyle is like. <laughs> you kind of need a haircut. <laughs> you a look, comb, maybe? <laughs> you look like you live under a bridge slash like Jack Dorsey mm. of Twitter. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi this morning, Michael. Good. I'm also dressed up this year. Same outfit I wear every year. It's a faded t-shirt and uh, tennis shoes. I'm the... Uh, Guy who makes keys for customers at Home Depot. That's nice. That's yeah. good. Every yeah. year I do that. That's what I thought. Yeah. It's a good costume. Do you live somewhere where you will get trick-or-treaters? You know, I don't know if I will or not, so I always prepare by buying big bags of candy that, mm-hmm. that happen to be my favorites. And they, you know, exactly. oh, shoot, it, nobody it, came. I looks like I'm just going to have to eat the rest of it. If you end know? up turning on a ball game and eating candy afterwards, you'll be okay. Uh, there's Positive Sean. Hey, yeah, Michael. Is it extra for the colored keys? Just thought I'd help. So I can out tell them this. apart. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I know that the garage. Why is it an blue. extra dollar? <laughs> uh, there is. Uh, I made keys at a big hardware store for a while. That's one of the things I did. How'd you like it? Yeah. I mean, did that machine kind of just do the work for you? Did you ever screw them up? How hard is that? You can screw them up. but yeah. it's pretty easy. You okay. can teach a. You can teach a, a smart monkey to do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? But could you teach a handsome monkey yeah. to do it? Uh, uh, no need to for pics of my costume. Is it the uh, Hanson? Is the, the it's kind of NSFW, the not safe for work. I am going as a sexy male in ballot. 
Um, the uh, the costume arrived just in time. I was delighted to to put that. But the actual headline from Chateau Relaxo, aka my household today, is it is the return. Wait, is this the right one? No, this is the wrong one. This is what I wanted. There it is. Oh yeah, Mandalorian season two is upon us today. Tonight, the first the first episode is available right now. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. As the way Don't that, you dare turn off the show. <laughs> as the way uh, shows often get dropped now on these streaming services at the at the tick of midnight. Okay. They are just available. They, they don't well, save my for... son, I'm glad I didn't know that, because if my son had known that, he would have set his alarm to get up in the middle of the night. Yo, boy. And I'd had to talk him out of watching the Mandalorian episode. I believe they are once again doing the uh, uh, an episode per week sort of thing. They're not mm. dropping them all at once. But, uh, but yeah, I can't wait to, to check this out. My son loves that show, and I think it's the same reason I liked Clint Eastwood Westerns. It's the same thing. just happens to be on spaceships. Sure. I mean, in, in the, one of the big episodes, they're actually in the desert on things that look like horses. I mean, it couldn't be actually more. Actually breaking a horse to ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, I'm Jack Clint Armstrong. rarely uh, toted a baby around, though, much less a baby uh, lizard or whatever he <laughs> what is. What is Is that a lizard? I don't know. This is the way. Movie uh, tradesman. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on Friday, October 30th, the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin then officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go. Tricks and treats at Mark. A lot of people actually are betting. On the election results. In fact, according to one gaming site, the 2020 election could go down as the most bet on event in history. Finally, something to bring a little excitement to what would have otherwise been an incredibly dull evening. (laughs) I'm over two so far. That was not the right thing I wanted to play. It's just uh, the election has to get over somehow. Somehow we need to figure out a way to get this over. I guess there's no way to do it other than wait. Yes, I think that would work. But it's just got to get over so we yes. can move on to the next chapter of our lives, whatever it is. It just, it, it just has to. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we believe in bringing you uh, hope, uh, perhaps insight uh, on this program. Uh, certainly uh, knowledge, uh, information. Um, but I am racked with despair. Damned if we do, damned if we don't. Uh, there are rough seas ahead. Yeah, tie yourself to the mast, uh, scuttle the skibbards, or batten the hatches, or, or you're turning the. I don't even know. I'm not a sailor, but yeah. What's the Shakespeare line? Screw yourself to the sticking post, or something. <laughs> screw your courage to the. <laughs> screw you to the sticking place. Screw your courage to the sticking place. Yes. That's what you need to do yes, right there. Yes, that's some sound advice from, <laughs> you know, I, that handsome fellow over there, he's got it together. I'm sorry, is that Bill Shakespeare over there? <laughs> um, uh, I have some really good news on COVID, though. Like, super good news. Oh, really? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. We'll get to it at some point. And we got uh, mailbags on the way. How's it look? That's uh, terrible. Okay. No, it's, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
Yes, digging the Halloween music there, Michael. So we have some good COVID news for you. We have what's supposed to be a scary Trump ad, anti-Trump ad, from an allegedly Republican group that is uh, unintentionally hilarious. So we'll play that for you coming up, too. I don't believe Werewolves of London is actually about werewolves. That's scary. You know, then who's making that sound? Yeah, exactly. If we're going (laughs) to... If we're going to groove to Warren Zevon's scary songs, let's hear uh, Roland the Headless Thompson Gunner later. Mailbag. Two weeks in a row. That is two weeks in a row. Wow. Just flat-footed right on the chin. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Out go the lights. Oh, my. (laughs) Apparently, it's Friday, and first, we need to take a fun look back at the week that was its cow clips of the week. You know who else is younger than the current candidates? The guys we elected in the years 2000 and 1992. Questions, what are you supposed to be? I'm supposed to be done by now. You want to move it along with the three musketeers? <laughs> That's what everybody forgets about your 20s. You were garbage. Thinner garbage, but you were garbage. Non-essential businesses will close at 10 p.m. Alcohol sales will stop at 9 p.m. Bars, breweries, taverns without a food license cannot offer indoor service. No, no, he has. He's waved a white flag on life. He doesn't leave his basement. Just had some Tabasco on my finger and it went in my eye. That wasn't good. Those who hate Trump will crawl over broken glass to vote against him. The big unknown in this election is, is everyone else going to show up? This is a president who has telegraphed his desire to try to steal this election for the last six months. Mr. Dorsey, who the hell elected you? We do have breaking news right now out of France. Three people have been killed in a terror attack. I don't need a receipt for a donut. I'll just give you the money. You give me the donut. (laughs) This means if I press the back right, was that a gassy ghost in my backseat? Do you have an attorney we could reach out to? Not yet. Nah, what a week it was. Who was that that didn't have an attorney? I forgot that. That story. was the gal who uh, she scammed Amazon. Oh, out of right. Of yeah, like $160,000 out of Amazon, like $3.99 at a time. Right. She returned hundreds of thousands of items and claimed to have paid the shipping. That sounds like more work than it would take to make that much money. But yeah. fewer meetings. Yeah. Uh, You're your own I, boss. <laughs> I'm going to try to rip off Jeff Bezos. That's what I'm going to do. Well, let's continue on with, see how you like this, the Tabasco finger in the eye of the establishment. There you go. Armstrong and Getty. It's a little cumbersome. Mailbag. <laughs> Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from Aldous Huxley. I just love this. Love it, love it, love it. In regard to propaganda, the early advocates of universal literacy and a free press envisaged only two possibilities. The propaganda might be true, or the propaganda might be false. They did not foresee what in fact has happened, above all in our Western capitalist democracies. The development of a vast mass communication industry concerned in the main neither with the true nor in the false, but with the unreal, the more or less totally irrelevant. In a word, they failed to take into account man's almost infinite appetite for distractions. Boy, that's true. When you talked about the press uh, and its role in society, you wouldn't think, you know, half the stuff's going to be about celebrities and their sex lives, and a quarter of it's going to be about sports. 
before you even get to the bad coverage about things that matter. Right. And by the time you dig down to the artichoke heart of true and relevant, you've spent 10 minutes and, you know, peeling apart leaves and wondering, why am I eating this plant? There are better plants. Moving along to the correspondence proper. Uh, Jeff from North Carolina writes, if you guys do not play the last minute costume lady segment, I will stop listening. Oh, geez. Uh, though that's probably a lie. Uh, it would be quite a, uh, a treat to start my weekend. Uh, years ago, we had a guest who claimed to have last minute costume ideas. The only problem with her is that she didn't have any and seemed surprised that we were asking. It was one of the strangest interviews ever. <laughs> Uh, old friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show, Basil, writes, uh, Good morning, gentlemen. Gentlemen, uh, yesterday Facebook disconnected the Armstrong and Getty fan page, citing hate posts. All, all of the posts were just pro-Trump. It started with flagging posts, then having to approve every post, and finally they disconnected the page. I've been the administrator of the page for seven years, had over 7,000 members. Wow. Thank you, Facebook and the left, writes Basil. That is unbelievable. They just, they ended our fan page because they didn't like the content. Well, I don't know what the content was, but it was just... Uh... Well, Basil would know if no, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. content. Huh. He's a, a kind and gentle man. No, it's personal, Zuckerberg. I swear, I'm ready to go on the warpath. I don't know what that means. but Have some actual good COVID news that I think you're going to care about. Okay. And, you know, a little more mailbag coming up, including YouTube in the crosshairs for bias. And an unintentionally hilarious anti-Trump ad. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Now, this is interesting. Uh, Harley Davidson just introduced something new, and it's taking a lot of people by surprise. Watch this. Harley Davidson has a new product. It is an electric bike, but look at that. It's not an electric motorcycle, it's an electric bicycle. Yeah. Moms heard that, and we're like, yeah, it's still a no. I'm 48. Yeah, no. Uh, that reminds me, um, Babylon B fake story. Where did it do that? I lost it. It's Never mind. parody. Sorry, I lost it. Fake. Uh, it was motorcycle that identifies as a bicycle wins race, <laughs> which I thought was pretty good parody. Yeah, that is. Since that's been going on in high school track all across America. Uh, Texas has just surpassed the 2016 vote total with early voting. Brr. So all the people that show up on Election Day, which I assume will be a big chunk, will uh, will add to that total. So you have to assume it's going to be a record turnout. That's astonishing. Yeah. Here's your good COVID news. Survival rates for seriously ill COVID patients have improved. This is uh, not surprising, but it's a good story to have out there, given all the stuff about the increase in cases that's going on around the world and around America. Now, some of it in America is there's a theory among the the, the, the Biden-supporting media that the worse the COVID is, the more likely it is you vote against Trump, I guess. Uh-huh. So they're uh, exacerbating it. But And as the late, great, uh, not late great, he's still alive, the great Glenn Greenwald 
has pointed out, the media is now completely in lockstep and will permit no dissent. But uh, this should be good news for you if you know if you find out you got COVID or your you know your husband, your wife, your kid, whatever. The chance of dying has gone way down from just a few months ago. At one New York hospital system where 30% of coronavirus patients died in March, it's now 3%. Great, Scott! It was 30% in March, now it's 3%. Wow! Doctors in England observed a similar trend. In late March, 4 in 10 people in intensive care were dying, 80%. By the end of June... 4 in 10 sounds like 40%. Oh, 40%. Yeah. It uh, were, uh, were dying. By the end of June, survival was over 80%, and that was in June, and it's way better now. Though the virus has been changing slowly as it spreads, and some have speculated it's become more easily transmissible, most scientists say there's no solid evidence that it's become either less virulent or more virulent. So we don't know that yet. Hmm. As elderly people sheltered inside and took precautions to avoid infection, however, more of the hospitalized patients were younger, if you're tracking with this. So by the end of August, the average patient was under 40. So you might think, well, the deaths have gone way down because old people realized, oh my God, this could kill me. They're hunkering down, and more younger people are getting it end up in the hospital. But they teased that out. Um, even when they controlled for differences in the patient's ages, sex, race, underlying health problems, and severity of COVID symptoms, they found that the death rates had significantly dropped to 7.6% in August, down from 25.5% in March. And that's In March, a quarter of the people were dying, and now it's 7.6%. And that's in the ICU or seriously yeah. ill. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is uh, that's fantastic. That's, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's not just it's going the right direction. That's a that's it's a different disease now. We should look at it as a different disease. Right, right. I mean, that's extraordinary. Yeah, just uh, figuring out what therapies work and which ones don't. It's uh, man, you ended up in ICU back in March. Twenty five percent death rate. One oh, out of four. Yet. Oh my gosh! Now it's down to seven percent. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'd say that is some really good COVID news. We should have a different view of what it is. Right. Still terrible, still dangerous, but only a fraction as dangerous as it was. Mm -hmm. And the uh, survival rate under the age of 70 is 99.8%. Yeah, it's very, very high. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, uh, oh, very quickly, I want to pay this off. We just found out that our Facebook fan page got taken down. Uh, for allegedly hateful uh, posts, but having listened to some of the uh, critical race theory crusaders on NPR this morning, nakedly progressive radio, anything they disagree with is fascist and hate, and Facebook is lousy with people who believe that. Is this a, like, uh, last days before the election, like, we're going to make sure nothing happens on Facebook? I don't know. That sways this election? I do not know. Because they got so much blame for the Russian stuff? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it's a PR move. Uh, meanwhile, Google, which is unquestionably evil in their uh, in their imp YouTube uh, factor in this story, uh, AJ writes, uh, just ran into this earlier today, read a news story about all the times President Trump has denounced white supremacy, and it mentioned there was a YouTube video embedded in the news story, very distinct title, 38 times President Trump has condemned racism and white supremacy. For kicks, I go to the U2 homepage and search for 38 times. I get results for Simon Cowell. I add 38 times President Trump and still only get Simon Cowell. But there are so many videos entitled 38 times President Trump 
has condemned racism and white supremacy. That's interesting. Um, pretty obvious and ridiculous. That is something. I wonder how that works. Because it's not a human being making those decisions. It's an algorithm. I wonder how the algorithm works, though. Well, it's human how beings do... making the algorithm. Well, right. Though. I mean, right. obviously. But how do you make an algorithm that does that? How does it figure out whether it's good news for Trump or bad news for Trump and set its meter on that? Can't imagine. Well, yeah, I, I would suggest that the young, woke uh, code writers, programmers, etc. Are, are chuckling right now. It's easy, dude. It's what I do for a living. You know. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, Amazon's got a thing now where you can you can uh, type in the exact title of a particular book and it won't give you that. <laughs> right. So one of the one of the issues with these things is that people who Google stuff don't get the same things. These things are curated towards various factors, right? Like I just I just went to YouTube, put in thirty eight times the Trump thing is the second video. The top one is a thing that has five times the views of it, which uh-huh. makes sense. They up. They upvote the more popular. Yeah, things. I understand that. Sure, but sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it does. So, it, so if I Google something, it's based on my Google history. Yeah, you will get a different result than me, mm-hmm. even if we live next door to each other. How about you keep your hands off? You know what? Because you're going to get a lot of pot smoking porn stuff, and then I'll get. Oh, you know, hey, wait! I got to stand teat. up for the boy there. That was <laughs> that was way out of bounds. That was a, a, a way below the belt. Speaking of being over the top. Uh, This is an ad put out by the Lincoln Project. The Lincoln Project is a bunch of uh, uh, never-Trumpers within the Republican Party. That's fine. You get to be that. I don't have any problem with that whatsoever. Absolutely, of course. Yeah, believe what you want to believe. We're not here to tell you what to believe. Kellyanne's husband is a a part of that, the the George Conway. The problem I have is they've uh, become more famous and more rich by going on MSNBC and not spouting any conservative values that they claim that they care about. Oh, no, In fact, no. they'll sit there at the table and chuckle along with everybody as they repeat lies or or exaggerations, not push back on any of the points that they care so dearly about, about abortion or personal freedom or uh, immigration or any of the things that right. they normally talk. They just let them, because they're becoming rich and famous and popular, and I'm sure they get to go to cocktail parties and everybody slaps their back. Thanks for being on board. Yeah. Republican guy. They are soulless, gutless hacks. Yeah. Okay. Ben Shapiro tweeted out uh, his comment on it is this is the most hilarious ad I have ever seen. And Beckett Adams, who we've talked to many times, says LMAOOOOO. I audibly snorted at the 44 second mark in this Lincoln Project ad. It is heavily visual, so I will be uh, describing it to ye. Michael, are we ready to go audio wise in there? All right, fabulous. Here we go. Uh, it opens in the darkened bedroom of a little boy. Judging by the toys, there's a baseball and a glove, action figures. The door swings open. Mom enters quietly, peers around the corner to see if her little boy is sleeping. Yes, he is. You can hear the news in the background. She leans in. You asked me to wake you and tell you what happened in the election. Who won? Trump. Trump won. But I thought you could only be president two times. Not anymore. Not anymore. Oh my god. <laughs> and you hear the Nuremberg like checking for the new Hitler! Who is now at 
apparently aged like 89, declared himself president for life, Yahweh. So that's Nazi in the Germany. so that's in the future four years, I guess. So he's yes, and he they're won. still running an election in his third. Like I don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they they still run an election, and uh, you know the Constitution's still in place that you can only have two terms. But somehow, in the meantime, he right. overturned that or ignored it. Or, the sheer uh, force of will. A triumph of the will, if you will. And it wasn't until election night that mom caught on to that? or Exactly. And the poor <laughs> little boy, is, he's, he's barely awake, but he's realized the Constitution has been subverted by the new Hitler Trump. Four more years. Come on. Four more years. Boy, Lincoln Project. That's something. That <laughs> is. I, I mean, I understand that when you're running an election campaign, you're trying to get something done politically. You have different messages for different, like, levels of intelligence. Well, who's that for? People who eat paste for breakfast? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Two-fisted paste eaters. <laughs> On fr- or the paranoiacs in the world, and there are oh plenty of those. Oh, my God. Because people like being afraid, because then they can get together with other people who are afraid. Not anymore. Not anymore. But, Just... Mommy, I, I thought you could only be president two times. <laughs> Not anymore, honey. She says, trying to hold on to her composure. Not anymore. We probably ought to hide in the attic because he's not doing nothing. Nazi Germany. Oh, that is hilarious. God. I can't believe that's real. I know. Isn't that something? That seems like that's something that the Onion or Babylon Bee would come up with. Right. Right. Oh, and then I'm sorry. Then the uh, the words come up on the black screen. Stop him or it will never stop. And again, with the chanting of the Nuremberg-style Trump Nazis in the background. Uh, we got this text on the good coronavirus news. All the sickest people have died already. You know, to a certain extent, that could be true. I wonder if they have, they've teased that out. The, per- the, the people most who- vulnerable? Yeah, the people that were the most likely to be taken down by this virus, it's, it's already happened. Well, they said they teased out pre-existing conditions and that sort yeah. of thing, but uh, I don't know. Something as complex as this, I'm never quite confident that the researchers have, you know, done exactly what they said. But there's no question, I've heard this over and over again, that they're figuring out what works and what doesn't and what to try in what order. The whole uh, putting somebody on a ventilator immediately, that was that was the thing. Then they realized, well, wait a minute, it's not that they're not breathing. It's not that it's the, not absorbing the oxygen. We got to figure out a way to, to help with that. So uh, progress. Um. So there you go. I mean, it, it it won't matter when you're in one of Trump's concentration camps, but uh, so we got something kind yeah. of entertaining coming up for you. It's a news feature Dan Rather did on the CBS Evening News back in 1982. That's back when the Evening News mattered a lot. Oh yeah, what they covered, and they did a long story on the evils of video games, and particularly it appears to be Miss Pac-Man or the real or the first Pac-Man. I don't know which. Courage, but uh, one of the interesting things I think is I, I, the 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 essay question for everyone is what are we all worried about right now that we'll look back on in forty years the same way that we think maybe we overreacted? But you'll you'll have to hear this news feature. I feel like hell. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Well, I uh, my throat is beginning to hurt from my uh, faux Nazi shouting, but. The whole Trump is the new Hitler thing, I think, will seem <laughs> hilarious. It seems hilarious to me now. So why wait? Uh, but that's on the way. 
If you want to drive them crazy, just say eight more years or 12 more years. 16 would do it good. You'd really drive them into the loony bin. Armstrong and Getty. Dr. Fauci said yesterday, I still have my mask on. Hold on a second. I'm about to do a story about masks. I have my mask on. Irony. Dr. Fauci said yesterday that even with a really good vaccine that comes out in December of this year, we will likely be wearing masks till the fourth quarter of 2021. Maybe into 2022. So oh. even if a good vaccine comes out starting in what? December, we'll be wearing a masks maybe till 22, certainly till late 21. He ought to mind his own business. <laughs> I could believe that. I, I don't know when we'll stop wearing masks in group settings because there will certainly be a why not aspect to it that even I'll agree with. Eh, why not? Let's go ahead and throw on our masks before we go into the Circle K uh, kids. Nah, it depends. It depends on the situation. Uh, uh, what the status of the vid is at that point. I just, I think it could go away completely in the blink of an eye. I uh, hope you're right. The mask um, wearing. So, uh, video games didn't go away, and Dan rather knew it was a problem back in 1981. This is from the Evening News, 1981, about video game arcade machines showing up, like Miss Pac-Man showing up places, and then we'll discuss afterwards. Steve Young's in dear old Boston, the home of the cod and the bean. Now the first American, make, uh, American city to zone those darned machines. The way officials tell it, Boston has become the victim of an electronic blight. With fewer than 600,000 people, the city has four to 5,000 video games, not just in arcades, but also in drugstores, pizza parlors, supermarkets. In some sections of the city, uh, we have a machine or two machines and sometimes three machines in virtually every single corner store in a neighborhood. City officials today announced that video games no longer will be licensed in residential areas, only in commercial and industrial neighborhoods. Officials say they are responding to complaints from parents that children have skipped school or stolen money to play the games and made a nuisance of themselves. Senior citizens have rights. They have rights to go into the laundromat and wash their the laundry in peace. They don't have to go buy two or three machines or kids congregating and passing fast remarks as they walk in and terrorizing them in some instances as they go in. Under the new regulations, licenses for about half the video games already in Boston are unlikely to be renewed, including those in the basement of the South Boston Martial Arts Academy. The reason um, we requested to have video games is so we could bring in extra money so we could allow those kids that are out in our neighborhoods that can't afford to come. When they don't have something to do, when they're walking the streets, that's when problems are created, not because of machines. The lack of machines causes problems. You're always talking about this demeaning kid, making kids' minds like vegetables. Talk about them out on the street smoking pot. One MIT study of more than 800 video game players found no basis in fact for an underlying fear expressed by parents during public hearings that video games lead to violence. Though a conclusive study has yet to be conducted, Boston went ahead with its restrictive rules. The industry plans to fight City Hall in court. 
There have been skirmishes before as smaller communities acted, but now a full-scale battle has been joined between the video game industry and its opponents. Steve Young, CBS News, Boston. 1982. Interesting to see what was a serious story presented in very serious terms in 1982. So there was a study conducted that video games lead an increase to violence when the video games of the day were Miss Pac-Man. Like they they weren't playing Call of Duty back in the day. These weren't right. first. Yeah, I I remember back in I think it was '83 where Maniac rampaged through our neighborhood, gobbling up all of his neighbors. Hama, hama, hama. <laughs> Just eating up all the kids. Hama, 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 hama. It was it was a bloodbath. <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything we can learn from this? Uh, yeah, that people have a really twisted idea of uh of whether the government has to give you permission for everything, whether a private enterprise can operate the way it sees fit, or whether some blonde-haired, dip-ass chick, she's blonde-haired, I've seen the video, um, uh, says, you know, people have a right to do their laundry in peace. No, they don't. <laughs> no, you don't. If the, the vendor, if the, the the owner of the shop decides to put in video games or video, go somewhere else. You don't have a right that the government the government is refusing to renew the licenses in any in the in the basement of a taekwondo suit. Why's the government got the slightest interest in that? <laughs> Harassing old people the laundromat. Well, I'm anti that. Kids are starting to steal from their parents to play video games. <laughs> what would they say they were giving them fast comments as they walked by? Yeah, <laughs> making fast comments. <laughs> Well, that's an old-timey expression. You can't even park your car without hearing a fast comment these days. (laughs) (laughs) Disgusting. Oh, my God, he's chewing on my arm. Armstrong and Getty.